Welcome back to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Boy, you can't get enough of this thing, right? <laughs> Thomas Miller, happy Sunday. Hope it's going well for you. We're going to keep this a little bit quicker than we did yesterday, but I already gave away the soap of what we were talking about. Here's the question. Hi, Thomas. I have a stellium in my 10th house in Virgo where all of the planets are retrograde, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. What effect might that have on that house having a completely retrograde stellium? Thanks. Oh, and thank you for a great question. I really appreciate it. How do you leave a question like that? You go to funastrology.com and you find and click that big obnoxious orange button right at the top of the screen. (laughs) That's the color, but it stands out. You don't have to leave your name as she didn't, and you don't have to leave your email as she didn't. It can be completely anonymous just like that. And I would love to have your question and play it here. You can also leave private messages. You can say, hey, Thomas, this is uh, you know, not for broadcast, but I wanted to tell you something. So it's also a great way to do that if you'd rather do that than an email. All right, stellium is pretty easy to grasp. Three or more planets in a sign or a house. Simple as that. Three or more. And I try to stay with the major planets. So I don't do Chiron, for example. And Eris is still new enough. Don't do the nodes of the moon. It's three planets or, and that's how I do it. Now, other astrologers might argue with me on some of these technicalities, but that's what I look for. I leave the nodes as separate entities. Uh, Planetary influence is what we're talking about with a stellium. Now, I got into astrology because of a stellium. I had the Sun, Mars, and Neptune all in Scorpio in the fifth house. I had a very difficult first half of my life. As I started to reflect on it, I realized that it was a lot of it was fated. Could I have made other decisions? Yes. But I realized that this stellium. Once I finally understood how to interpret it, became a focal point of my entire life. Now that I understand it, I can see when Mars is in the driver's seat or Neptune is creating certain things one way or the other. So understanding a stellium is basically this. Here is the key that I observed from my own chart. Think of it like a laser focus of energy in your life. I mentioned yesterday versus a headlamp beam. For example, if you have planets scattered all over the chart, broad energy sprinkled in different areas of your life, but not too concentrated in any one area. Stellium, laser beam. I mean, the kind of, did you ever go out as a kid and take the magnifying glass and burn the leaf? That's what I'm talking about. Some people argue that stelliums are kind of like I talked recently about the rays being under the beams or under the rays of the sun where a planet outside or within 16 degrees of the sun by the ancients was considered to be under the beams, therefore washed out. Some people say that stelliums will do the same thing, basically wash out a lot of the characteristics of the other planets because this energy is so concentrated that it would be like trying to do this podcast inside of a car wash. You couldn't be heard, right? No no matter how loud your voice was or how good your microphone was, if you're or a jackhammer outside, if you're standing next to a jackhammer trying to record a podcast, right? Who's going to win? (laughs) The jackhammer every time. 
Well, that's a stellium. So it's very concentrated energy. So yes, if you have a stellium in your chart, the best thing to do is to start picking apart that stellium's characteristics and blend the stellium planets as one energy. That's the other key. So I call my Sun, Mars, and Neptune, I call it Marsentune because that's actually how they align. Mars is first, Sun is in the middle, Neptune is on the right, and I just call it Marsentune. I have a planet called Marsentune. It <laughs> it doesn't show up on astro.com. Don't Google it. <laughs> it's, it's my stellium. It's my little stellium, but it helped me understand, ah, Marsentune, it's all blended. So you have to get the characteristics of each one, and then you have to put them all together. It's a laser beam. That's, in essence, a great way to look at the stellium. And then things will start to make a lot more sense. And you can see where other planets in your chart might not be as strong because of the stellium. Now, this person had all of those stellium planets retrograde. So how do you interpret that? Well, the retrograde synthesis, in other words, the synthesis is the blending of the ingredients. The synthesis of the retrograde is no different than you would any other retrograde planet. But what this indicates, and the best place for you to start looking into this, is the characteristics of those planets focused as a laser beam, but turned around and pointed right at your chest. Because this is about you doing deep internal work in those particular areas. And I say particular areas plural because whatever planets are comprising that stellium are all of a sudden turned inward as one, the laser beam. I'll give you a theory, and I'm not right, but this is a thought that I've observed. You see charts when you do readings, and I am, I'm telling you, I'm getting ready. I'm getting very close. I'll be able to open that up for a few slots. When you look at charts of other people and then you have conversations with them, you realize that some charts, and I'm saying charts because the chart represents your precious life on this incarnation on earth, but there are some charts that seem to be designed that this life was to do some serious karmic business. And then I think there's a dance between... I've seen charts where it's like this person is born with a silver spoon in their mouth. It's like they can't miss. And you talk to them and they say, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's like, wow, I, you know, I don't know, pinch myself. I hope nobody finds out. Well, I think that's when we do a lot of deep inside work in an incarnation. We might design, and I do believe that our lives are very much designed. The audiobook I narrated for Fred Dodson called Lives of the Soul explains this in explicit detail, and it's a short listen, too. If you've not listened to Lives of the Soul and you want to understand this whole design thing, I would highly recommend Audible iTunes. Just pick it up. It's a great listen. You can actually listen through uh, about two-thirds, the first two-thirds explains this whole concept of how we design this life. That book really unlocked a lot of the fundamental teachings that I grew up with that were an obstacle to understanding how life works and understanding my own crazy life. But I do think that sometimes there's this cycle of 
okay, we're coming here to work, and then we're coming here to play. So if you have a stellium that is retrograde, you came here to do some work. And then what you do, and this is why I say is understanding your chart is so important because then what you do is you start to relax into the process and you're not resisting the process. And then you're going with the flow and then you turn around and start looking at the planets that are in that stellium and you look at what they're trying to accomplish and you start working with them instead of resisting the process and working against them. And that's what's called living your chart. And that's when life gets a whole lot easier. Thank you so much. That was a great question. And I'm glad that we had a few extra minutes here on the weekend to talk about it. All right, let's have a great Sunday because we got to get back to business tomorrow. And I will see you early in the morning so we can talk about what's in the sky next week. Have a great Sunday. Thanks so much for staying here with us. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.